I mean, it is a little bit lulling. I usually listen to you guys right before I go to sleep. So <laughs> we have that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Love in Brief, an ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love, love for yourself love for others, love for your community, love for romance, love for books and shiny things, love for anything that you love as a person with an ABDL kink. I am Resident Yes. And I'm Not Taken. And we are thrilled this week to have on somebody that you may have heard on a previous episode, because when we did our live at Capcom episode, we got a question that for me just was the groundbreaking question of the day. And um, we got it from this magnificent person. She asked an awesome question that I think a lot of us have thought about, which is, what do you do when you have sort of a jealousy thing for people who you see on social media? How do you deal with that? I just thought it was so smart and humble. And so if you, if you haven't heard that episode, go listen to it. Um, but we get to talk to her live on Love and Brief, which I'm pretty stoked about. Me too. So, Me too. Uh, and Yay! Yay! <laughs> Baby Narwhal, so here with us. Typically, if you've ever listened to Love and Brief before, we tend to read a question from somebody and then have somebody else answer that question with us. Um, but we're not going to do that today because this question, I think, is just, it's deep and it's something that... Um, we ought to wrestle with, I think. And so I wanted to wrestle with it with the person who asked the question. Mm -hmm. So instead of reading the question and introducing you, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself and then I'll read the question. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. So tell us who you are. Uh, my name is Elle. I use she, her, hers. My FetLife handle is littlelove07. Uh, and... Do I get to do my all the things I love right now? I hope yes. you do. Yes. Do. Okay. So all the things I love. Um, I have a big love for books. Uh, super nerdy. Um, I also have, and hopefully there are some other uh, ABDLs out there, uh, a huge love for the aerial arts. Um, I have found the most wonderful and welcoming community in the circus community and the aerial community. I do Ooh. trapeze and lira. Um, okay. When you said aerial arts, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I thought of the mermaid and then I thought of planes. So, <laughs> I, what is, what is lira? Uh, lira is a steel hoop, sometimes called an aerial hoop. Uh, mm. and you might see it like in Las Vegas or in Cirque du Soleil performances. Um, people do all kinds of, uh, dance and strength, performances and poses and combinations uh on this hoop that's suspended in the air and you know it's how to really do these cool things? i do you should cool. go and watch it cool. that sounds like, amazing actually it's kind of the best thing ever the people who do it are so wonderful oh my gosh so you found community there I did. and you found community here i'm hoping to yes you're hoping to right <laughs> which is precisely the point of this great question so yeah um so if it's all right i'll dive into that let's do it so the the question that you sent um that really got our our gears turning was uh basically it says a lot of the resources on abdls that i found seem more geared towards littles or ab's who struggle with things things like diet or employment or mental health or anxiety um, and, and they're struggling to function in day-to-day -day life and well, I don't. And you went on to say that um, from your personal experience that a lot of caregivers seem more interested in or attracted to littles when their job is to make them a better version of themselves. And because you haven't 
had those struggles, or, or at least if you've had them, you've sort of worked through them. You said, I'm a pretty kick-ass version of myself, and I worked really hard to get here. <laughs> it did. Um, so good for you. That's awesome. Um, so what do you do when you don't need a daddy to set up routines for you in order to have a happy, healthy life? Like, what do you do when you want attention and you want that caregiver, but you don't necessarily need somebody to make you better? Uh, how do other daddies and mommies love littles who kind of have it going on already? And I, I just was over the moon about this question because I don't think you're the only person wondering it. And I know it's a thought that I've had before too, which is we see so many um, relationships that seem to be predicated on making the other person better. And what happens if you already like who you are? R&T, isn't this wonderful? Yeah, this is a, this is a fantastic question. So I want to dig into this with you, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about sort of that quest to find somebody or a community who can embrace you even when you already feel like you're okay. Yeah, it's not a quest that, or even a journey that I would say is linear, um, and it's not one that's easy to articulate because so often it comes back around to me wondering if maybe I'm not participating in the community the right way. Mm. And so I have sort of like uh, a kid in the pool, dipped my toes in, tried to see if there was something out there that maybe resonated better. It's funny your name is Resonant, yes. <laughs> yes. I use the word resonate a lot. Me too. Um, That's how I ended up picking that. Because yes. oh. I was like, if I'm going to keep saying it anyway... I may as well. Wonderful. Um, Well, good. Then it makes me feel less awkward about it. So um, I had been looking for people that resonated with me and consistently have been striking out. And so it's left me uh, feeling sort of on the fringes um, of already a fringe community, which is a weird place to be in. Yeah. You know, actually, Al, your your journey actually... Not to use resonate again, but it, it, oh, it resonates with me. It's the best word. Yeah. It's so frustrating. By all means, so, keep it up. So your your journey resonates with me a good bit. I think um, it, they mirror each other in some ways. I, I did a lot of um, skirting around the outsides of the community for a very long time because I couldn't find my in. Um, and it, it, it was just a lot of... Um, especially whenever we were all a good bit younger, uh, people were in their late teens, early twenties. And there was a lot of like dramatic things going on and relationships, uh, were changing constantly. And I just really shied away from that kind of thing. And so I stayed on the very fringes. And like you said, in multiple countries, I would have to, I really had to go out of my way to find an individual with whom I could connect. It's hard to find someone that you can let yourself go with if you feel like you have to right have that sort of trust that that deep like you definitely have it more together than me you're definitely you have something to teach me yeah and I think navigating that duality or or multifaceted nature of of a person in general is really really difficult when you when you see them in their most professional and then in their lounging in the back, drinking a beer. Like just in general, that's hard for people to reconcile, let alone when you add in this other layer of just, 
I don't know if I know this isn't the same for all littles because everybody littles in a different way, but it sounds like you and I are very similar. Um, is that it is an act of vulnerability. It's an act of submission. It's an act of great trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it, it, it's something that's very pure and very soft. And that is completely at odds with how I present and how I act and engage with the world as a professional mm-hmm. or as, you know, any of the other hats that I wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really where, where we diverged is they, they were okay with the the submissive little, they were okay with the silly, fun, you know, spunky girl. Um, but the serious, ambitious, I'm going to be in the library for 12 hours a day. And yes, you value, I value you and you're important to me, but no, I don't have time to text you every three hours. Mm -hmm. Um, didn't, wasn't good enough for them. I think I might be able to speak to this as a big a little bit, if you don't mind our wife. Oh, I'd love to hear that. So, um, that, that, third hat that you were talking about, that's pretty much our why on any given day for 18 hours a day is making it work, getting it together, wearing a suit and tie, really ambitious. He's got a lot of projects. He's in a lot of clubs. He's in a lot of committees and community things. And like, it's like, go, go, go all the time, get it done, get it done. And these are all, I mean, he wears a million hats and these are all hats that I love and appreciate. Um, but I found that um, I think maybe one of my very favorite hats is the hat he wears when he takes all of them off and is just really small and vulnerable. And I think it's because I see that the rest of the world gets to see everything else he's doing, but they don't see this small, vulnerable, sweet person that I get to see. All that to say, I think that there are there are bigs out there who love all the hats, who can love all the hats and, and then see the submission, the quiet, um, small, sweet, submissive as a gift. That's just between the two of you, which has been my experience of, of our interaction. Is that, mm. did that make that make any that's sense wonderful. at all? Like in the dream world, that would be my reality. That was sort of my, um, my goal as well. Whenever I would be, interning and doing school and trying to make it work in a different country with very little money, what I really wanted was to come home to somebody who would be like, yay, you, you did a really good thing. Also now let me take care of you. And I loved that. I thought that was so wonderful. And it's, it's really hard to find. I recognize that I think in some ways I can identify with the notion of, I need to fix somebody. So, so in this, in this moment, I can say, Hey, I have a little bit of perspective of why, why does it seem like uh, so many tops or doms or whatever you want to call them, daddies or bigs, Mm -hmm. um, seem to seek out or be most attracted to people who have something to be fixed. And I can identify with that in so much as I know for years, um, I saw this side of myself as a, just a massive character flaw. Mm-hmm. And if not a character flaw, then at least a uh, something that nobody would want, um, that it's a problem with my personality or it's a problem with my mental well-being. And I, even though I know now that's not true, I had spent so many years doing that, that what it chalked up to, especially after being married and then being divorced and trying to date and uh, not having success with vanilla girls, it was like... 
if I can find somebody who will um, play with me in this way, the exchange that I'll make with them mm-hmm. is, th- is that I will um, fix parts of their broken lives because I'm good at that. Mm. Uh, or at least I've got some stuff figured out. And then um, then they won't leave me mm. because they, they'll have too much invested in me helping them. And so they can't they can't leave. And that's called codependency, right? <laughs> um, it has a name. And it's, it's when two people sort of get themselves into this standoff of, I can't leave you and you can't leave me because we both require each other for wholeness. Now, with that said, um, we're all broken and beautiful in all kinds of ways, right? This just isn't one of them. And of course I have lots of stuff to work on, but I also love who I am now. And mm. I'm, I worked really hard to be a kick-ass human and I work on it every day. Um, and I'm no longer in a place where I feel like I would need to be with a partner with whom I'm exchanging dependency. And I'm far more in a place where I want to be with a partner with whom I am enabling freedom and exchanging freedom. Do you know what healed, what helped to heal me um, from this, this stage of my life that I was in? And I, I have to say, like, I was still in it when I met our why, but it was so soon after we met that he let me experience his little side that I got to see what it looked like for a little to be totally rock in the real world. And I saw and felt how much I loved him. And how much I like wanted this with him and how much I wanted to take care of him that like in the very back of my head, I was like, Oh my God, I actually, I actually don't have to do this to experience this kind of love from someone because clearly, I mean, this man is like, Oh yeah, I've been saving my money since I was 22 and I have all of it together. And, uh, here's me juggling 12 balls perfectly. And I'm like, okay, and now you're in a diaper and I love you so GD much. And how is it possible? Because I thought you'd have to be weak in some way to be loved in that way. And I was wrong. I just want to answer the question that you posed at the very top, uh, which is, am I, am I littling wrong? (laughs) And say, no, um, you're not littling wrong. And your, uh, self-realization and all the hard work you've done, um, that has been effective for you, it, makes you an amazing partner to somebody who is absolutely looking for somebody who somebody doesn't need help. Exactly that. <laughs> right? And I keep telling people, myself I'm a succulent. People appreciate succulents, but not everybody appreciates succulents. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Some people love them. I just right. was in Arizona. They're they're crazy about them out yeah. there. Yeah. Got one on my desk. You can, yeah, there you go. So you can come sit on RNT's desk. <laughs> yes, you can come sit on my desk. But and, and there's nothing sorry. wrong with wanting somebody who is um, self-realized. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to people who need help. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I love about doing Love and Brief and one of the things I love about the ABDL community is that we are embracing of mm-hmm. all different kinds of people from all different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And isn't I'm having a great day, week, month, or year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just a state of being that we can also embrace Absolutely. without playing down anybody else's hurt and without playing down anybody else's success? Mm-hmm. I do think that one of the uh, problems uh, with the forms that we have is that it is so polarized. On FET, if you were to talk about the good things that are going on in your life, um, beyond the occasional, like, what's going on today thread... Um, it comes across as being grandiose or bragging or, um, whatever, 
which are <laughs> messages that I have gotten in the past. Especially when people around you are struggling openly, you don't really want right to do that 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 doesn't seem kind right and then on the other hand you turn to instagram it's much more difficult to be open and vulnerable on on that site it really more is the the facade thank you will you come back and join us sometime soon oh i I would be honored you guys have no idea oh good we're excited i've 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 really enjoyed speaking with you what if other people want to speak with us rnt oh if other people want to talk to us what should they do hmm. They could get in touch with us in a lot of ways. They sure could. Here are some of those ways. Mm-hmm. We have a FetLife uh, group. It's called Love and Brief. We're also both on FetLife as Resonant Yes and Road Not Taken. Please message Resonant Yes as Road Not Taken is allergic to answering messages. <laughs> this is true. And has been for many years. This is also um, true. We have an email address called loveandbrief at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We also are on Tumblr, kind of. I mean, whatever's left of it. And we're, we're, we're sitting in the rubble of Tumblr. And we're also uh, on Instagram as Resonant Yes. Yep. And um, if you're going to friend request us, please make sure that your age is visible and that it is over 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is not, we will unfortunately not be able to accept your friend request. Uh, it is our only thing that we make sure we tell people. Also, email us if you have a question, but also if you want to be an expert. I'm sure we'll be able to find a question to match you up with. Just tell us what you know about. I have a running list of people who are experts on stuff that I'm just waiting for a question. Come on, guys. Come and on, be experts. And for all those invisible people who don't think they are experts, I didn't think I was an expert either. So you are an expert. You're mm-hmm. totally an expert on something. Everybody is. This has been another edition of Love in Brief. Love in Brief. Love in Brief.